from ministry to Hollywood and all things in between. Actor T.C. Stallings helps us explore today's issues through a biblical lens. Let's dive in to TCS Live. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Thanks for joining me again for another episode of the TCS Live show right here on the Edify Network. I am your host, T.C. Stallings, and it's football season, y'all. It's football season, and obviously for those who know me know that I've played quite a bit of football in my life and been doing it since I was 12 years old, did my college time, high school, pro, all of that, and uh, so I love it. And But I think what I love even more sometimes is the lessons that you can learn from football because it's, it's, it's a team sport that just seems to mimic life in so many different areas. And sometimes it can be a great teaching tool. So that's kind of what I want to get into. You guys saw the title, uh, the title uh, where I talked about arguably the number one thing that destroys a team. And you're going to see in a minute, man, what I'm really getting at is just when we're talking about Team Jesus. But there's just so many similarities when you think about just a, a regular team of any kind. But to help me illustrate this, I just want you to take a listen to something right quick, okay? Take a listen. And after an hour and 14-minute rain delay... We have had a tremendous bluegrass battle. Motion by Branch. Give the Stallings. Stallings in the middle. Stallings in the pit. Cardinals win. Cardinals win. Touchdown, Stallings. Okay, let's talk about what you just heard. <laughs> great, great, arguably the greatest. Um, athletic moment of my career. That was college. And uh, those who are familiar with my career know exactly what they just heard. But um, rather than get all into the play itself, because this isn't really necessarily about the moment um, uh, from an athletic standpoint and, and the great moment that it was. But what you just heard, you know, we were playing UK, uh, University of Kentucky, and uh, the game had been going back and forth. And we're at the moment where it was in overtime and we had the ball, and all we had to do is score uh, either a field goal or a touchdown to win the game. And uh, so our very first play, um, I, the ball went to me, and I, I ran a 25-yard touchdown, and we won the game. And everybody's piled up all on me, and it's just crazy. It's mayhem. It's just it's the things you the dream of, you know, as, a, as, a, as an athlete. You want this moment to where you're responsible for you know that like that 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 game winning moment. So that's what you heard. Now if this was about the play. Oh my goodness, there's man, I, I've got a documentary about that play about, uh, from an, from an athletic perspective. Uh, but this I solely want to focus on from a spiritual perspective when it comes to what you just heard and everything that went into that play. And you'll see what I mean when I say arguably arguably the number one thing that destroys a team is unity when you don't have it that's what i'm getting at unity i think above anything else if you if you don't have unity if everybody ain't on the same page if everybody ain't bought in if everybody don't believe uh in the plan it is so hard to win it is so hard to succeed it is so hard to achieve anything i would dare i say it's just about impossible if you don't have unity that is literally arguably the number one thing that can destroy a team Regardless of anything else, because like you can have people that aren't that talented. Well, sometimes other talented players can make up for that. You can have people that make mistakes. Well, 
there's just mistakes usually can be forgiven as the game goes on. You can kind of overcome that. You can, there like all of the, the things, you can have injuries. I, plenty of players play hurt and you still win the game. Um, you can have a slow start. You can have a bad attitude. You can have like, it's all, all kinds of different things, but it's just usually there's somebody else on the team or, or a coach's scheme that he comes up with. There's just something that can, can that can usually be done to overcome most things that are like negative on a team. But unity is the one that it is almost impossible to overcome. Almost impossible. Like, let's look at this play. This is why I wanted. To, this is why I let y'all hear that play. I want to describe that. The play I'll never forget it. It's called Ace Right Twenty Four Counter. Okay. Ace right 24 counter. Now, if you don't even have to be familiar with football to understand what I'm about to tell you, just know this on offense, there's 11 people. There's 11 of us. All right. You got your linemen, you got your running backs, you got your wide receivers, you got your tight ends, you got, okay, your quarterback. And like everybody's got a job to do. On this play, Ace right 24 counter, everybody had a singular job to do. All different jobs but all designed to make one thing happen is we're all running the same play. We're united in running this play, but everybody's got a different job. So like all the linemen have to go one way and go after a certain person that's in front of them. The tight end has to go a certain way and block a certain person. The wide receivers have different routes and different motions that they have to run. The quarterback has a certain way he needs to turn to hand the ball off to me. I'm the running back. And the running back has certain steps that he needs to take and get the ball and a certain uh, route that he has to run when he takes it because the linemen are blocking a certain way, setting it all up. So So like 11 different assignments have to be accomplished for a singular goal. And that's what you heard. I'm telling you, if y'all could see this play, everybody did their job just about to near perfection. And it ended with a touchdown and a victory and a win. And and we all were celebrating. We all were celebrating. And when you see, when you look at like, let's just call it Team Jesus, because Christian Christians like it, it. It really does operate like a team. The, the the comparisons are just it's a trip. Like your head coach, God, Jesus, Holy Spirit. The playbook that's the Bible. The game that's life. The opponent that's Satan. Right. Just if you were to look at it that way, you know, when our in football, when our coach calls a play, we all believe in it. We all execute it. Everybody does their job, and then we get success. You know, ace, right? 24 counter. Nobody argues about it. We've all been studying that same play all week. You know, when I was in college, we would, we would all, the, the linemen would be in their meeting room. The wide receivers would be in their meeting room. You know, the, the quarterback would be in their meeting room and so on and so forth. And we all are studying the exact same play. So then we come together and we can run it and we're not arguing about it. We're not debating about it. We all know what ace, right? 24 counter is. We all trust our coach. And, and we all know who the opponent is, and we execute the play at the opponent, period. We're not bickering with each other. We're not doubting the play. We're not ignoring the coach. You know, we go and we know what the mission is, and we're united in that mission. And in this case, it was to get 25 yards and win this game. And we did that. 
And so when I think about Christians, when I think about the number one thing that that can destroy a team and is destroying like progress right now is everybody doing their own thing. There, there is very, very, very little unity on the whole. You know, it's if again, if we stick with this analogy here, just imagine, like I said, every for, for, the, for that ace right 24 counterplay, everybody did their job and we and we got the victory. Well, just imagine if the wide receivers were jealous because we wasn't doing a pass play. So they decide, you know what, we're not going to run our route. We, you know, what? forget that. We're going to do we, we we think we should be passing on this play. And then or, or or the quarterback wants to do a different play. So he's upset. And he and and then you got the linemen that decide, well, since the quarterback's upset, you know, we 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 upset too. So we we ain't going to even block on this play. And just everybody's grumbling and complaining because everybody, you know, wants to do their own thing. And then you got the tight end, you know, he's like, well, I don't even think 24 counter is supposed to be ran this way. And so now everybody's debating about the right way to run it. And and and, and then you got the running back like like me. I'm just like, you know what? I, I don't even want to play with y'all because y'all y'all are just acting up. So now I'm upset and I don't even want to be around them. So now we're all disjointed and we're not even on the same page and everybody is complaining and, you know, no one wants to play together. And so, you know, what? so the, the wide the wide receivers are like, you know what, we're just going to make our own play up for this for this next down here. You know, we'll, we'll win the game our way. And then the linemen are like, well, we'll win the game our way. You know, and then the quarterback, I'll, I'll win the game my way. And then the running back, I'll win the game my way. So now all 11 players are trying to figure out their own way to win the game. And then when it's time to run the play, that is just one big jumbled mess in which no one succeeds. It's just a bunch of mess. And then just imagine if, I don't know if y'all are familiar with football, but sometimes like a recruit will be brought to the game. This is a person that's thinking about coming and joining your team. They bring a recruit to the game to, to uh, kind of see how things go. And that's what they see. <laughs> they're, they're, they're like, I don't want to be at this, you know, this, this organization. I want to be on this team. They crazy. They can't even agree on what's what. They're, they're fighting with each other. They're arguing with each other. See, this, I know y'all are picking up what I'm putting down. This is what it looks like when it comes to Team Jesus. No unity. Like, think about it. Everybody's got different gifts. Just like on a football team, you got your wide receivers who catch the ball, the running backs who run the ball, the quarterback who throw the ball, the linemen who block, and so on and so forth. It's the same thing in the body of Christ. Everybody's got like these, all these different gifts. And we're supposed to use them to press towards a singular goal, which is to bring God glory, which is to make disciples. Like, it is the goal that don't change. We've got all these gifts. Everybody is important. Like, everybody's gifts matter at the right time. You're listening to the Edify Podcast Network. We'll be right back. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. This is the Edify Podcast Network. 
Welcome back. Let's go back to the football thing. Like, I'm getting the ball to run this touchdown, but if the wide receivers don't run their routes, then their guy can come tackle me. If the linemen don't block, then their guy can come tackle me. If I take the wrong steps, I can get tackled. If the quarterback does the wrong thing, we all have to work together. Everybody's job is important. Everybody's gifts is important. And it's important that everybody sticks to the play and everybody can't do their own thing. And it's the same thing when it comes to us as Christians. We have a playbook. It's called the Bible. And it's when people like don't read the playbook or ignore the playbook or interpret it their own way, you know, and all of that. That's when we as Christians like Team Jesus just looks so divided and everybody is like doing their own thing. Just like just like I said, that the players just say, you know what, we're going to win the game our own way. Everybody try to run their own play. That's how we do as Christians sometimes. Like everybody just, you know what, I'm I'm going to I'm going to teach the Bible my own way. Say what I want to say. Use my own illustrations and 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 interpret it the way I want. And so everybody starts a podcast <laughs> and now you, you get nine million different quote unquote Christian voices and everybody's giving their opinion and their flow of things as opposed to just opening up the Bible and just sharing that same scripture. Just like we all went, went out there and ran Ace Right 24 counter. Just what if we all literally just open up the Bible and whatever John 3.16 says, we say it. First Corinthians 9.24 through 27, we say it. Romans 12.1 and 2, we say it. Matthew 7.21, we say it. You know, Isaiah 30, we say it. You know, and that's, and that's it. And we all stick to it. But see, you, you go to 95 different people, they'll tell you 95 different things. And that's because a lot of people just want to do their own thing and we're not united. But again, if we go back to the football analogy in that game, just imagine we're all wanting to do it our own way. And the coach says, listen, ace right 24 counter is the way I designed it. Everybody should be looking at me for what I say the play is. And we just run the play. And then we just and, and then we all got to decide to obey that coach and just run the play. That's the same thing for us right now. Right now in the world right now, all Christians should just be dependent on the Holy Spirit to lead in God as to what Scripture means. It doesn't mean 97 th- different things to 97 different people. It doesn't mean a million things to a million different people. If we all pray and we're united and like, Lord, lead us in what this means and what we're supposed to do, the Spirit ain't going to tell one person one thing and then tell somebody else something else because that would show, you know, this, this, like we'd be all discombobulated. We'd be no unity. And we, it's hard to witness to a person when they hear 97 different things about a Scripture from all these different Christians. So, but the, the the problem is usually the fact that people aren't willing to pray for like unity and and just to just stick to scripture. Everybody's just doing doing their own thing and it just makes the team look so untrustworthy. So I say all that to say this. Here's the funny thing about it. I remember back when I played, um rarely was I on a team where we were like losing. Um but when I when I did find myself on a team that wasn't lo- that that was losing and wasn't winning. Here's the funny thing about it. Usually we were losing because of, you know, whatever, bad play or disunity, even even on that team. And it's funny how players sometimes you can have a losing season and players don't even care if they're losing as long as they get theirs. You know, like if I'm in college and there are players that have a chance to go to the NFL and we getting blown out 45 nothing. We're not like we're not doing things right. They don't care. It's like, so what? As soon as the season over, I'm going to the NFL anyway. I'm going to get mine. Or I'm going to get my stats. You know, if it's a wide receiver who needs 13 catches, that's all he care about. 
If it's a running back who need 100 yards, that's all he cares about. If it's a quarterback that need to throw four touchdowns, that's all he care about. Forget that we're losing. Doesn't matter. As long as I get my numbers. See, some, it's, I see that in, in our today, like on Team Jesus, we're Christians. It's like as people, long as my books get sold, as long as my podcast get the listens, as long as my, you know, if, if they're trying to make money off of it, as long as my bank account is what it need to be, I really don't care about unity. And that's kind of how it looks. It's like Christians are just going into their own corners, trying to find their own ministries and and do their own thing and make it financially successful or popular or highly rated or viral or whatever. And they don't care about uh, coming together and making sure we're all doing exactly what Scripture says, because that's not the agenda to be united and be right with God. The agenda is just to be a successful Christian, whatever it is. And as long as I, quote unquote, get mine and that, again, it's that's what makes the division flourish even more. That's what makes people keep going, because it's like I'm just I'm just worried about my own little ministry here. You know, so anyway, this is a topic that I I, I, I could talk your heads off with this stuff, you know, because it's, it's so important. I can go on hours and hours, but really, I really kind of just want to bring it up and maybe I'll talk about this again at some point. But right now, wherever you are listening, in your car, in, at the airport, at home, you know, on YouTube, or, or just whatever you're listening to this, I am just telling you, the lack of unity is really making it hard to show people who Jesus is sometimes. So anyway, with, that, with all that being said, what, 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 what am I doing in the face of all of that? Is to just make sure I play my role. Because you can't... It, fact of the matter is the Bible warns that this is how it's going to be uh, up until the time Christ returns. You're going to find that. You're always going to have people that could care less about unity. You got your false prophets. You got your, um, you know, people that are lying about what scripture really says. People out for selfish gain. You're always going to have that. So there's actually this, this, this unity isn't going anywhere. So I'm not saying this as a means to encourage us to figure out a way to fix it versus what should we do in the face of it? Because the Bible promises that this will most likely get worse before it gets better. And the better part is when Christ comes back and we don't have to worry about disunity, you know, and, and lack of lack of unity. We'll be all together and we'll be on one accord. But so what should you do? Play your role. That's what you should do. What I'm telling you is when if we go back to the football example, if if the head coach came and said, you know, everybody's not doing the right thing here. Y'all all trying to do your own thing. You're not together or whatever. I would love for him to say, the only person that did something right is is the running back, you know, TC here. He took his steps and the rest of you got like, that. I control what I can control, which is what I do. And that's just an example for everybody else to control what they can control, do their job. You know, you should strive to be the person that is not part of the, the um, People going their own route. You shouldn't be a contributor, you know, to the confusion. You know, you shouldn't be, you should be a person that looks at scripture, reads scripture, pray regularly and do your part and honor God and obey scripture and, and share it the right way and be a source to where when people come to you, they're getting the right stuff and you can't control what other people do. You know, be, be someone that, that God can pick out as this person here is not contributing to all of this confusion. This person here is a disciple maker. 
You know, just because you're doing what you're supposed to do. That's that's my encouragement. That's really what I want to do. That's really what the, what the challenge is, is don't be a part of the this, the division. Be a part of of people's true understanding of who Christ is. And the way that's done is simply by being just being humble, being prayerful, uh, being being just studying scripture, being repentant when you screw it up being real with people, being honest with people, and, and just keeping keeping God out in front, keeping the Holy Spirit out in front. And so that's just my challenge because, like I said, the number one thing that seems to just destroy the ability to make disciples now is just the fact that Christians just aren't, they, they just struggle with unity. But it doesn't have to be that way in terms of you and what you're called to do. Play your role and let God use you in, in the way that he wants to use you while you still got breath in your lungs. And and you pray about all the rest of the stuff. You know, so again, this wasn't a, a podcast about, okay, here's what we have to do to unify. I think that's too big for any one human being to just sit up here and think that they can do a podcast and tell how you're going to solve Christian unity. Not that's Christ will do that when he comes back. But I can tell you how to, that for sure that we're encouraged to just play our part and we pray for um, the, the the division that's out there. But, you know, we don't have to just sit here and just let it just completely just misrepresent the Lord. When people see you, they can see the right thing. And that can literally lead somebody to Christ or someone that's weak in their faith. They can strengthen them. Someone going the right, uh, going the wrong way. You can turn them the right way just by doing things right. So, what kind of player on Team Jesus are you? I aim to be one that he says he's proud of. I aim to be one that he says is very coachable, that is usable. So that's my challenge to you. What kind of player would Jesus say you are? Don't be a part of the division. Be a part of uh, the solution. Be a part of what makes God attractive to others. And that's just seeing a rightly lived out Christian life. All right. Hope y'all enjoyed this. Hope it helped you share it with anyone that you think needs it, could use it, could benefit from it. Hopefully I'll see you next week on TCS Live show. God bless. Thanks for listening to TCS Live with TC Stallings on the Edify Podcast Network. Tune in next time for another powerful exploration of faith and life. And for more must-hear podcasts, download the Edify podcast app on the Apple and Google Play stores or at edify.app.